Welcome back to Mortgage Genomics Canada. I'm your host, Marco Gello. I'm a duly licensed mortgage broker in Alberta and BC. If you are from either of these provinces and require any mortgage-related services, please do not hesitate to contact me. Call or text me right now at 604-800-9593. 604-800-9593. This podcast is based on a weekly newsletter that I send out to mainly real estate professionals, accountants, lawyers, and other centers of influence. The newsletter is called the Mortgage Broker Playbook for Real Estate Professionals. And if you want in on the newsletter, simply send me a text or an email and I'll put you on the newsletter list. But if you need a mortgage right now or in the near future, who gives a crap about the newsletter and connect with me immediately? Text or email me right now, 604-800-9593. One application, one credit check, and access to Canada's top lenders. All right, so... Big, uh, big weekend upon us, and, and that being the uh, Super Bowl. So I'm not, a, I'm not an avid football guy, you know, NFL or CFL, but I do keep track of both. I'm just a general sports buff, period. Like, I'll watch every championship game and every sport. The, the main sports that I follow, international soccer and, uh, and NHL, right? I just don't have time to, like take on anymore but anyhow it's uh it's fun i'm in some chat groups uh for an nfl teams with with uh, a few of my pals i don't really participate in them but i, I just <laughs> like read all the the commentary and and all the passion passionate commentary of uh all the the you know the leading up to the big games and stuff like that so um yeah just a massive uh weekend coming up for uh for football fans and it's very interesting too. I mean, it, it's uh, whether you're a fan of uh, if you follow the NFL or not. It's a very compelling reason to watch it um, this weekend because you got Tom Brady with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus um, Patrick Mahone with the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, Tom Brady is 42 years old, and Patrick Mahone is 25, and they're both uh, they're both very special. In the, especially Tom Brady, he's, uh, I think, what, 10 championships he's been to. So he, he is clearly, like, he's up there. He's like the Wayne Gretzky of, of all the quarterbacks of, of NFL. Um, yeah, so it's going to be interesting. You know, you, you got uh, the, if there's ever been a changing of the guard or a handing of the torch or whatever, um, this is it. Because Patrick Mahone won last year. Uh, at a very young age, you know, early on in his career, and the, the kid is winning. And then there's Brady. Everyone wrote him off this year. He was with the New England Patriots a year or two ago. And, uh, yeah, they're like, see you later, old man, right? And and everyone thought, yeah, it was just, you know, he's just going to ride off on, into the, the sunset, and that'll be the end. But here he is. He goes to a team like Tampa Bay, and they're in the final now. So, um, yeah, you got to love the story. And uh, I'm going to be watching it for sure. And like I said, I'm, I'm not a big avid fan. I, I just follow him. I, I love the NFL because of uh, you know the buildup to every game. It's a short season, um, and they've only got a limited number of games, right? It's not like NHL or, or Major League Baseball or NBA. You know, Major League Baseball over 100 games, NHL just under 100, I believe. NBA same thing. It's just like too many games. Like, I love it if everyone just condensed the schedule a bit and make every game count. And that's what the NFL is masters. They, they, they totally, they've got that down. So anyhow, just to be fun, neither of these teams, I, I don't follow any one team in NFL, but I'll, I'll give you my fun prediction here. Um, I think theoretically, Kansas City should win. But just because of the crazy year it's been, you know, like everything is happening 
that you never thought would happen and, and the unexpected is happening and all that crazy stuff. I'm going to go up there and say, watch, this is probably going to happen. I, I'm predicting Tom Brady and the Buccaneers uh, lopsided victory over Kansas City. I'm not saying that should happen, and I'll probably be wrong, but if I'm going to put money on it, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to want to make a lot of money because the, the odds against that happening is very, very, very low. Right. So it's um, that that's what I'm going to say. So, um, yeah, if you're a Chiefs fan, you're probably already turned this off and you've unsubscribed to my podcast and you, I'm just having some fun here. So, um, yeah, I got a guy I work with, uh, Justin, he's probably pissed at me right now. He's like, yeah, you picked against the Chiefs. Sorry, bud. But uh, anyhow, have fun and watch that, and uh, I hope you enjoy your weekend uh, if you're a Super Bowl fan. Okay, so on to real estate here and mortgages. Um, Still very busy. A lot of uh, activity, nothing really new to report. I don't have any stats. You know that. I'm not a stat guy, but uh, it's just uh, it's crazy busy in Vancouver. And I've also heard from my realtors in Calgary um, echoing the same um, so a lot of activity, a lot of buying, a lot of purchasing going on, and um, which is good, very good for me. It's very, uh, very busy, and uh, we continue to get a ton of inquiries. And, and uh, thank you to all of you who, uh, who text and email me and, and, and call and reach out to me and uh, uh, inquire. So keep that, keep that coming. I'm happy to uh, take your calls. Um, Let's talk about the interest rate as this episode is on fixed variable HELOC or all of the above. Um, before we get to that, the, let, let's talk a little bit about the current current vibe for, for the interest rates. And I read this article because there, there's been so much lately, so much talk about, hey, rates aren't going anywhere until 2023. You're good, right? Or even longer, right? So I, I wouldn't... You know when when everyone's kind of tagging along on the on the on on one particular story and and that's it. Be careful about that because I, I think rates are gonna jump sooner than what everyone's saying. Um, and here's here's why. I, I've read a couple of articles that have come up in the last week, not too many, that are are talking about the flip side of how it can how it can increase. So I just want everyone to be aware. Um, these are my thoughts. So. The the economy, Canada's economy, everyone is aware, of course, around the world, everyone's had the biggest, largest ever annual drops, you know, of, of, of all their nation's economies. In Canada being, it was about 5.1% um, what, what the drop was last year. But they're anticipating, and this is, you know, the strange occurrence in, in the situation that we're in, the pandemic, and once it goes away, there's going to be a rebound and uh, that could come as soon as what some are predicting in the fourth quarter here in 2021. Um, and this could force Bank of Canada to have to do something about um, the inflation, which it's anticipated. The, you know, the magic marker is to, um, as long as it's under 2%, we can keep interest rates low. But as soon as it approaches 2%, get ready, Right. And many, not many, but a, a few economists out there, um, the one I've, I've read about, the, the Scotiabank economist, his name is Derek Holt, uh, read an article that, that, uh, that was about him. Um, he believes that the Bank of Canada has um, 
overcommitted itself to keeping rates on hold until 2023. That's what he thinks. Um, he thinks that in the fourth quarter here, which these numbers apparently are, are starting to come out, the predictions or whatever you want to call it from the economists, the, they're all anticipating a gain for sure uh, in the fourth quarter. And, and that's going to be apparently the, the, the heaviest part of the, the rebound. Um, and they're predicting a, a gain of economic activity as high as 7.8%. So, you know, when, when you factor in all the stimulus that uh, the government is is doing right now, and and when I speak of stimulus, they're they're doing some complex operation in the background that no one really talks about. But they're essentially doing all this stuff that is keeping interest rates low. Okay, they're they're buying a bunch of bonds. They're providing the bonds and then they're buying it. Okay, it's it's very artificial what's going on, and that's keeping interest rates low. Okay, so. All of what's going on right now, you know, it, it, it translates into rates theoretically should be going up right now, but they're not, okay? Because it's artificial monkey business going on right now. So think about that. If our economy right now, you know, and, and a large part of the economy is doing pretty good, and if we're rolling and humming along here, like, uh, I mean, real estate is pretty strong across the entire country and if this is happening right now without vaccines you know um, just imagine where we're headed right so again the what i look at every day and you know the economic indicators is that inflation rate as soon as it starts approaching two percent like right now we're at about 1.6 1.7 but if when that hits two percent it's like all bets are off the table. It doesn't matter if it's 2021, 22, 23, whatever the year is. You know, everyone's saying they're not going to do anything until 2023. So just a heads up on that. And, um, you know, there's the inflation. As soon as a, a good indicator of where interest rates are headed, when the economy starts performing or rebounding, that's a good indicator that interest rates will rise. So... Um, be aware of that. I'm going to try and, and provide more um, more commentary at the beginning of my episodes on um, you know where things are trending, and then you know on a weekly basis you can get a good idea and 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 be aware of these trends, and, and uh, maybe that'll help you make a good decision um, of of what you choose, which is the topic of uh, this episode. So when it comes to deciding whether to choose a fixed or variable rate mortgage. Oftentimes, people tend to make the decision based solely on the interest rate at the time. And uh, although the interest rate is important, it should definitely not be the ultimate deciding factor. So with that, let's begin and discuss this week's newsletter titled Fixed, Variable, HELOC, or All of the Above. Okay, so I've broken it down. I'm going to talk about the three mortgage types. So that being fixed rate mortgages, variable rate mortgages, and the uh, the surging and increasingly popular home equity line of credit, which now, you know, gets its own category. So uh, first one, key characteristics of fixed rate mortgages. To begin with, the current rate range, and this is as of February 5th, 2021, um, the, key, the current rate range is uh, anywhere from 1.49% to 1.79, maybe 1.89%. And here are the distinguishing factors to be aware of for fixed rate mortgages. 
Mortgage break penalties are the greater of three months interest or interest rate differential, also known as IRD. And with that being said, your mortgage penalty figure can deviate back and forth throughout the life of your term, depending on the prevailing market conditions. So many people associate a penalty as, you know, three months interest, but there's the dreaded interest rate differential. You got to be aware of that. And throughout the term of your, let's say, five-year fixed mortgage, today, your penalty, if you were to break your penalty, let's say today, it could be three months interest. But five months later, depending on the market conditions and the activity of the prevailing interest rates, it could very well convert into interest rate differential penalty. And this is a massive thing to be aware of. So three months interest, you know, you do the math in your head. And for the most part, people figure that out pretty quick. And the, the penalties are, are, you know, reasonable. But what I'm saying is if you lift, list your house today and it sells next year, maybe, or, you know, in a few months, you could think that you might be thinking your your penalty is three months interest today. You, you budgeted for that so you can have enough down payment when you sell your house and all that crazy stuff. But when you end up selling your house, it could very well migrate into IRD territory and your penalty can go from being, you know, something reasonable like four or $5,000 to, uh, yeah, $25,000. That's how big of a difference IRD is. And that's how critical and important um, this part of, of fixed rate mortgages is to be aware of that. Okay, so heads up on that. Fixed mortgages can be ported or transferred uh, to another property so as to avoid a break penalty or to preserve your interest rate. Now, caution here, um, or not really caution, but it, it's not as sexy as it sounds, porting. Okay, so just be aware, it, porting doesn't always make sense for everyone. It doesn't always add up. The math doesn't always work. In fact, in most cases, um, mortgage holders opt out of it due to all the caveats associated with it. There's a lot of conditions when you port. Okay, It's not cut and dry. You don't just take your mortgage and transfer it to another house so it doesn't break and you avoid paying the penalty and you can preserve your beautiful interest rate. It doesn't, doesn't work as easily as that. Okay, um, I have another episode earlier on um, I forgot, I didn't even write it down here. But anyhow, check out my my library of podcasts. I think it was in last year, season three, something like, you know, moving your mortgage to another house. I think that's what it's called. But uh, check it out. And I have all the details there of what's entailed, you know, what's required when you consider porting a mortgage. But nonetheless, it is a um, it is a feature. Uh, porting your mortgage is a feature of fixed rate mortgages. Absolutely. Fixed rate mortgages are available for various terms. Okay, so typically in Canada, um, the terms where you can get a fixed rate mortgage go anywhere from six months, one year, two year, three year, four year, five year. There's some lenders that have seven years and the max that that we have in Canada is 10 years. Um, Haven't seen any lender come out with something greater than that. Not yet, but uh, that's it, 10 years. And you'll hear of, uh, you know, 20, 25 year mortgages, 30 year, 15, that that's stuff out of the US. Uh, I'm not, I'm, and I'm not well versed on those precise conditions of, of their specific terms. But when you hear 25 and 30 years in, uh, in Canada, that that associates with the amortization, which is my next point. Mortgages, fixed rate mortgages can be amortized up to 30 years. 
maximum loan to value allowance for fixed rate mortgages is all the way up to 95%. So what I mean by that is 5% down payment, boom, you're eligible for a fixed rate mortgage. Interest rate changes can occur at any time without any notice. Okay, so um, the way uh, fixed rate mortgages are determined, their interest rates, uh, is is direct correlation with the bond markets. So, um, you know, the, the activity in the bond markets basically, without getting into it, dictates what the uh, interest rate will be for fixed rate mortgages. And this stuff is pretty volatile. Um, it can happen at a moment's notice. Uh, at for Mostly for mortgage brokers, we get about anywhere from 24 hours to maybe sometimes two days notice uh, with particular lenders when the interest rates are, are going to go up. But um, yeah, that, that's generally uh, the, what you can expect as far as interest rates. It's very volatile. It's, it's, you don't often hear about it on the radio until it's, it's done, right? Until after the fact. Um, so yeah, it could happen uh, at any time without any notice. Key characteristics of variable rate mortgages. Uh, for starters, the current rate range Again, as of February 5th, 2021, um, anywhere from, let's say, 1.45% to 1.65%. And um, the, the key thing, it's it, with the variable rate mortgages, it's the discount that is constant. Okay, so prime is the variable part of the mortgage. Uh, prime rate today is 2.45% in Canada. And if you look at your variable rate mortgage con- contract, the the constant variable part of it obviously is not prime rate. That's the volatile part, the 2.45% today. Uh, the constant part is your discount. So prime minus 0.8%. The 0.8% is constant. That's locked in for five years. Okay. But the prime rate, that's the variable part of a variable rate mortgage. Okay. Distinguishing characteristics for variable rate mortgages. Mortgage break penalties are three months interest. That's it. Okay, so you don't have to worry about the interest rate differential part. You know, you wouldn't, you're not gonna that's you're not gonna be shocked with that. But heads up, there are always a few exceptions. There are some variable rate mortgages that have uh, the IRD in there. Okay, so you gotta read the fine print and make sure that you don't have one of them. Because if you're choosing a variable rate mortgage and banking on the fact that it's three months interest. You, and then you find out later on it has an IRD in there, like that you don't want to be in that spot. So for the most part, variable rate mortgages are three months interest. That's it. Okay. Most variable rate mortgages are not portable. Most of them are not portable. Okay. So heads up on that. Discounted variable rate mortgages are mostly available for five-year terms. Okay. Uh, the odd time you'll see three-year terms for variable rate mortgages but you you won't definitely you you're not going to see one year two year seven year four year or ten year variable rate terms it's it's not available it's uh, mostly five years sometimes you're going to see three year variable terms open variable rate mortgages um don't well yeah they still have a term they're they're generally available in five-year terms and uh, they have no break penalties. Okay, so that's why they're called the open variable rate mortgages. And they're available with most lenders, but uh, they, they don't offer the exceptional discounts that, that you see plastered over the internet today. Or, you know, when someone gives you an awesome variable rate mortgage, 
it's not an open variable rate. Okay, the open variable rate mortgages often are prime plus, whereas the fully discounted uh, variable rate mortgages are prime minus. Okay, variable rate mortgages like fixed rate mortgages can be amortized up to 30 years. The maximum loan to value uh, allowance for variable rate mortgages is 95%. So just like fixed rate mortgages, 5% down payment and you are eligible for a variable rate mortgage. Interest rate changes. This is where it starts uh, the, the difference between uh, fixed rate and variable rate. So for variable rate, the interest rate changes can only occur on specified dates that correlate with the Bank of Canada's annual schedule for policy interest rate announcements. And these, these occur eight times. There's eight regularly scheduled dates every year. And uh, for 2021, we've uh, already had the first announcement. That was in January, January 20th. Um, yeah, so there's seven more announcements left. March 10th, April 21st, June 9th, July 14th, September 8th, October 27th, and December the 8th. And, um, and, and this is when you hear on the radio, you know, the announcement is expected in a couple of days and, and then the economists ramp up and, and, and there's a lot of commentary on the radio, on TV. And this is all leading up to the uh, scheduled announcements. And when they occur, um, the interest rate changes have commonly occurred. Like it doesn't mean it's going to happen like this forever, but whenever they do announce um, an interest rate hike or a decrease, it's been generally in 0.25% increments. Okay. So just be aware of that. Um, that's not to say that uh, the interest rate environment for variable rate mortgages is not volatile because it is for sure. Um, but um, it hasn't been <laughs> for the past, what, three, four years, right? It, it's been very predictable. And in, in the beginning of this episode, I was talking about, you know, the uh, what, what the economist from Scotia Bank was saying that he feels that the Bank of Canada has overcommitted itself to saying that, hey, rates aren't going to rise until uh, 2023. This is what he's talking about. Okay, so heads up on those. Those are the key characteristics of variable rate mortgages. And finally, the key characteristics of home equity lines of credit. The current rate range as of February 5th, 2021 is 2.95% to 3.45%. And just like variable rate mortgages, there's a, it, it's a prime plus. However, in, in variable rate mortgages, it's typically prime minus, but for HELOCs, it's prime plus. Okay, so in some instances, uh, you may find prime plus zero, just flat. Uh, but most of the home equity line of credits that are available out there are prime plus 0.5 to prime plus 1%. Okay, distinguishing characteristics of home equity lines of credits. Uh, number one, they do not have break penalties. They are completely open. Um, you can break the mortgage at any time without any penalty. They are not portable. Okay, so you can't take your home equity line of credit when you sell your house and you can't transfer it to another house. It, it discharges, it's done, you have to start over again. Um, there's no specified um, term. Okay, so they're not like a five-year term and then renew into another HELOC. Um, you, literally, you can have the thing forever as long as you own the house. It'll, it'll be there. You don't have to renew or nothing will remain in force as long as you own the property. Um, so yeah, no expiry, maturity date. 
unlike fixed and variable rate mortgages, HELOCs are interest-only payments, and they're re-advanceable. Okay, so therefore, you do not have amortizations for home equity lines of credit. There's no amortization. Okay, you can choose literally to make interest-only payments forever. The bank's not going to call you, and they're not going to say like, "Hey, I think you should start making some principal payments." You can literally pay interest only forever. On the flip side, you could make unlimited lump sum contributions towards the principal at any time without any penalties. Okay, um, So just like a personal line of credit, a home equity line of credit, as I mentioned, is readvanceable and allows you to pay down or drop the balance as often as you like. So if you have a $200,000 HELOC registered on your property and it's you know tapped out at $200,000, Let's say you pay it down to $100,000. Now you have a $100,000 balance. The very next day, you can tap it back up to uh, $200,000. Okay, so it's, uh, that, that's what's known as readvanceable. Maximum loan-to-value allowance is 65%. So to get into the game for home equity lines of credit, uh, you need a 35% down payment if you're purchasing um, or if you're doing a refinance. It cannot exceed 65% loan-to-value. Interest rate changes can only occur on specified dates that correlate with the Bank of Canada's annual schedule for policy interest rate announcements. So just like I described for um, variable rate mortgages, um, same thing with uh, home equity line of credit. So it directly correlates with those eight regularly scheduled dates every year and um, you know, that's what you keep an eye on and see if there's going to be any changes to your uh, home equity line of credit. And same thing, the, the common increments um, that, that you can expect if there is a rise or decrease generally are 0.25%. However, during COVID, I think at the onset, we had a couple of, I think, 0.15% increments. Um, but generally, you can, you can expect 0.25%. At least that's what I would plan for, you know budget for. And finally, if you can't decide on any one of the above, you can always opt for um, what I like to call a matrix mortgage. And a matrix mortgage allows you to customize your mortgage with up to 11 different mortgage products. And I I think there's some uh, lenders that offer even more than 11, but for argument's sake, I'm just using 11. And honestly, I've never seen anyone like subdivide their mortgage into 11 different products anyways. So it's it's kind of an overkill in my opinion. Um, so yeah, you can literally have a portion of your mortgage as a five-year fixed, a five-year variable rate, and a HELOC. You can have three different components within your mortgage. Um, and a, a, a matrix mortgage also allows you the flexibility Not only can you have three different products, but you can set specific amortizations, um, terms, and, you know, the the home equity part can also be re-advanceable. Or you can set it up, though, as as you pay down your five-year fixed component, it opens up uh, or increases your available home equity line of credit. Okay, so there's a, a lot of crazy things you can do within a matrix mortgage. So let's talk about what the main driving forces are when uh, choosing a fixed or variable rate mortgage. Um, the first and most popular driving force is revolves around interest rates. Absolutely. So, and and as it should be. I mean, this decide make that decision with uh, interest rate in mind. Absolutely. 
Um, but keep in mind, you know, do it based on the current rate environment, which is uh, easy to do, uh, but also for the near term outlook. The second driving force is um, keep in mind the break penalty policy. And in, in, in my opinion, this should be number one. This is very often overlooked. Um, but should be given extremely serious consideration. And if there is the slightest possibility that you may break your mortgage ahead of its maturity, make sure you are completely aware and informed of how the break penalty is determined for your new mortgage. Okay, like I can't stress this enough. Like even knowing that your mortgage has an IRD condition in there, like if it's, you know, if, if you see those words in your mortgage commitment, your penalty is subject to three months interest or IRD, the greater of the two, which is very standard in all fixed rate mortgages, by the way. Still investigate further and find out, okay, what is your formula to calculate the IRD? Because every lender has a different formula. And that's where a guy like me, mortgage broker, comes in handy um, because I will help you um, determine and understand what their specific IRD formula is. Okay, because uh, be aware that there are some lenders that have very favorable formulas for IRD. And what I mean by that is an IRD with lender A could be substantially higher than an IRD with lender B. Okay, so yeah, be uh, be aware of that IRD and um, ask ask your mortgage broker or your banker to explain what the formula is and compare it with another lender for sure. Okay, in the final driving force, uh, you got to ask yourself, where do you see yourself or your family in five years? And um, you know, I'm picking five years because it's it's a it's a popular term for a lot of products, you know, variable or five year fixed. Um, as well, after five years, you know, if you're in a 10-year or a seven-year term, it, it oftentimes it'll revert to a three-month three interest penalty anyway. So where do you see yourself or your family in five years? Um, important to, to factor that in when you're making a decision about whether you choose fixed, variable, or a home equity line of credit. You never know. Career possibilities, uh, children moving on to schools, you may need extra money, you may have to break your mortgage marital status you know uh, there could be some some stuff going on in life where you might have to make some changes new business venture you might uh, whatever start a business you might have to refinance tap into some equity for some startup costs and so on so the point here is secure a mortgage term today with your future plans in mind okay that's all i got for today call or text me anytime if you have any mortgage questions at all especially if you're in alberta or british columbia as i'm licensed to service these specific provinces and especially if you are from vancouver or calgary as i'm very familiar with these markets call or text me at 604-800-9593 or you can visit my website at homefinancingsolutions.ca thank you again for tuning into mortgage genomics canada stay well everyone talk again soon